Cheers. Cheers. <sighs> what do we think of this? Well, what is it? It's it's by Deductor Van der Coronar. It's a traditional brewed Belgian ale, and it's called Crime Passionnel. I don't I don't speak Belgian. Or it sounds like Crime of Passion. It would be my guess. Yeah, that would that seems right. It's a uh, wheat IPA. It's hoppy. I like it. Yep, fully delicious. It has the seal of approval for sure. Okay, we're going to talk about a thing. Mm-hmm. What's the thing? Well, it is the fact that recently a man who advocates for ethnic cleansing of non-white peoples, who claims he's not a Nazi, but let's be real, he is a Nazi, was punched in the face very hard. And uh, people have opinions on this. Some are pro and some are against and we wanted to talk about it. And actually, in this episode, we kind of wanted to see if we could use debate as a means of investigating our own beliefs, because neither of us are, are that firm on where we stand here, because I think there's, there's arguments to be made in either direction. Totally. I think for the purposes of this discussion, we're going to take sides. The idea being that you are more motivated to rigorously defend something if you are taking a part in it rather than just, like, throwing out arguments willy-nilly on either side. And to that end, my part is the part of the person who is for punching Nazis. Which is very satisfying. I mean, let's, uh, maybe we should just watch one right now, just to see what it's like. Right. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. I I really like the one set to Born in the USA. That one's very good. Do you have a favorite? You know... I've only seen stills. This will be my first what? time you, watching what? the punch. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're in for a treat. <laughs> Maybe I saw one vine. I don't know, oh, but it's, it's like not a lot. Here, do you want to? Should we just play it here? Is this going to be enough? Yeah, just. Okay, here, here it is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that is so satisfying. Bye. America. It's so good. So uh, good. All right. Well, I'm feeling some <laughs> strong patriotism right up in here. Yeah. But, oh, no, we should couch that in our respect for all speech. I think I won already. <laughs> Is that what just happened? I don't know. No. So. All right. What's I, the no? Like, obviously, I've, you should punch Nazis. It's super emotionally satisfying. I've, I am satisfied emotionally. And. Let's be clear, that man, Richard Spencer... Actually, you know, Dick is an appropriate nickname for Richard, right? Like Tricky Dick Nixon. That's just what you call a Richard. All Richards are dicks. And I want to have a friendly sort of diminutive name for him. So maybe like Little. Little Dick. Right. Little little Dick Spencer. Little Dick or Little Dicky? I'm going to go with Little Dick Spencer. All right, I'm just going to call him Dicky Spencer, (laughs) and you can call him Little Dick Spencer. Uh, Him getting punched out was... Awesome, and it feels great, but I think there might be some downsides here. Think about it from a pure utilitarian perspective, though. Many, many people got great joy from watching that (laughs) and many other videos, and only one person was punched in the face. Yeah, and I'm not denying that. I think think viscerally it's very satisfying, but I think it maybe goes against some principles we have, and... 
in the utilitarian sense may actually be bad. I'm not saying, oh, we have to protect all speech and all speech is equal. I mean, yes, we do have to protect speech, but all speech is inherently not equal. His speech is abhorrent and backwards and evil. But punching people who you don't agree with is bad because then those people might punch you back and different people have different opinions on what is wrong. And so like, what if a bunch of white supremacists show up to a Black Lives Matter rally and start punching everybody out? Well, we wouldn't like that and it would be bad. And civil society sort of rests on this idea that we're not going to punch each other all the time. Let me actually put forward like maybe a more morally responsible version of the argument you just made. Mm. Like, I'm I, happy to have you argue for my point. I, I hate doing this, but it just feels like the right thing. I, I, it feels like Black Lives Matter is like a false, like a false equivalence argument that I, I'm not super excited about. But like, one thing where there is like a genuine moral question is the like pro-life debate, right? And this is actually a thing that has happened: is that people who are pro-life have attempted to attack. Or uh, kill successfully, right? Abortion clinics, firebombed, etc. Right, and so they see themselves in this circumstance, crusaders, right, protecting the lives of innocents who are incapable of defending themselves mm-hmm. in this way. In much the same way that I think that the person punching the Nazi is likely protecting the lives of innocents, or views themselves that way anyway. Yeah, or just thinks it feels really good. Which that also, it. I mean, that's true. Undoubtedly, I don't think we have to argue <laughs> that one. It but, undoubtedly right, so felt the point great. is that like people can have reasonable, morally responsible disagreements about what is right and good in a society, and if those disagreements are resolved through violence, your argument is that's bad. It's bad. And I think even more importantly than that, like from a utilitarian consequentialist standpoint, keep in mind the bad guys they are in power and it could be used as a justification for crackdowns on protests. Imagine the Trump administration saying, oh, look, these left-wing anarchists are all violent. We're going to tear gas every protest we see. Look, there's even video of it. They're just trying to be violent. I don't think that's a good thing, even though I do think punching Nazis would feel great. I think that there are a couple things about Nazis in particular that maybe undermine this position. One is that it's not... It just isn't a morally confused question, right? Not at all. <laughs> the, the weight of history is very much against Nazis. Yeah. And, and we as a society have agreed to that to an incredibly large extent, right? And I think that really a person representing that viewpoint is explicitly espousing a viewpoint which is symbolically and culturally just so reprehensible as to be unconfusing in a way like the pro-life thing is is not right the america is fairly divided on that issue so, so i think that is like a false equivalence and you think that society is in such agreement in its anti-nazi stance that it's okay to punch them yeah well because we explicitly view them as like threats to our shared idea of what society is and their stated goals, the stated goals of all Nazis are, are violent, right? If you represent Nazism, the thing that you are alluding to is a mass extermination on almost unprecedented scale. I mean, I hate that I know this, but if you want to get really technical, I think little Dick's position is that he advocates for 
nonviolent sterilization of minorities. So there's, uh, there's that. <laughs> uh, can we watch that video again? Yeah, hold on. No, let's get a new one. All right, different video of like Dickie being of, punched. Page of remixes. Oh yeah, let's hit the original. Yeah, let's go. Let's go classic, and maybe we should also like watch one of his speeches where he says some reprehensible shit. Just to, like, uh, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, maybe not. Well, it's video, he he's just talking, and it's horrible. Is he saying things in the video he's prior ta- to being punched? Yeah, he's talking about Pepe the Frog. Uh, he's talking about a meme So that makes it even more Please see like, Reply All's episode on Pepe the Frog Here he is He's talking We've entered this new world Where the leftist protesters No I'm not a neo-Nazi You like black people? Neo-Nazis don't love me They kind of hate me Neo Nazis people don't like me. Are you to be like honest. the hipster version of the neo Nazi movement? It's uh, Pepe's become kind of a symbol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? What? <laughs> uh, I think it's also sad that I think that guy might go to jail because one of the people in that crowd followed him with their camera on, and there's like a single frame where you can see part of their face. So. That's a shame. You can't just find someone with their face. You can, actually. There was, uh, there was this, I don't know what to call it. It was like a, a tech demo, you could say, of someone who used social media photos combined with like random pictures of people to de-anonymize them. Yeah, it's pretty cyberpunk. Yeah, so one thing I also wanted to think about is what level are we approaching this from? Like, are we trying to say... It's good for society to encourage versus discourage, like via cultural norms, or is it good for it to be legal or illegal? I think we'd probably both agree that it should still be illegal to assault people who aren't assaulting you first. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, I think there's also like a severity question. Like he was punched. It seems like He's he did right. not take any serious injury, but like they didn't even in fact, you can hurt out. people very seriously by punching them. You can, and even kill them if you're really good at punching. Yeah, or, or they're really unlucky. Yeah, they're very bad at falling. Right. So I think that is like, like if you accept basically if you accept that punching is okay, then you also accept some non-zero serious injury and death rate. Yeah. So I think due to us not wanting our peeps, you know, Black Lives Matter or abortion clinics to be punched slash set on fire, we have to say that, or maybe I feel that we probably should say that it should remain illegal to punch people, but maybe more up for discussion is whether we as a society, we as individuals should cheer on this folk hero or sternly admonish him and be like, don't, don't punch people. You hero. Yeah, I, th- I think an interesting question for me in that is the extent to which this act produces good outcomes. Like, I can imagine one world in which systematically punching Nazis makes them afraid to express their views, mm-hmm. and that fear prevents them from recruiting effectively, 
and that lack of effective recruiting is... Undermines their movement. Yeah, and that's a particular concern in light of how normalized the alt-right has become as a result of things like Pepe and Donald Trump's election and Steve Bannon and all those things. R slash the Donald. Right, Breitbart. The scum of the internet. So, right, and the increasingly mainstream scum of the internet. Yeah, so it's horrible. I think that in a like from a consequentialist perspective, if this punching and other punchings inspired by it successfully muzzle those people and prevent them from recruiting effectively, then it's probably good. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a, a good thing, but there's also this fear of it being a world where there is then a crackdown by the government, which keep in mind is now run by the guy with the Breitbart head on his staff who is an avowed anti-Semite. Like he his wife testified under oath in court that he doesn't like Jews. He said that. He's like, I don't I don't want our kids to go to this school because there's too many Jews. And that guy now serves in the White House. So that's great. Um so like he could be like, hey Donald, we've got a perfect uh we've got a perfect excuse to pin down our next uh our next police crackdown. There's a guy, one of our good old boys was punched, so buy tear gas. I think to some extent I'm unwilling to entertain possible bad scenarios in which a powerful figure is provoked to evil action by relatively powerless people doing relatively harmless things. If they're going to do the crackdown because of punching, but they're not going to do the crackdown because of like peaceful Black Lives Matter protests... The crackdown is probably coming. Yeah, like, I just don't believe in that fine a distinction. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see, like, if the administration is going to do that, they would have done it anyway, and they can pin it on whatever they want. Right, Uh, and and further, when, when the administration, if it were to take such an action, in so doing, they certainly forfeit their right to bodily safety, by infringing so deeply on the bodily safety of the people that they are supposed to protect. And I think at that point, like things like violent resistance are, if not always a, the most effective means, certainly a morally acceptable. Careful there, Rory. We don't want to go to jail here. But yes. <laughs> yeah, I just think that like it might be the case that violent resistance is less effective than nonviolent resistance especially in, like, America today, but it might not be the case. And if it's not the case, like, and I think that's the moral calculus dimension there for me. Yeah, hard to say, really. It's kind of the problem with consequentialism. There's a lot of, like, hand-wavy, it could go either way. It's hard to predict the future. This could have good or bad consequences. Therefore, nothing is good or evil. (laughs) Fuck it, let's punch some Nazis. (laughs) All right. Cheers to that. Yep. Uh. But actually, even though I jokingly gave the appearance that I won that argument, I actually think I lost it. And my my beliefs at the end of this discussion, I feel like it's come to its logical conclusion. Unless yeah, you have like we, something we've, deep. We've run through most of the positions here, I think. Yeah. My my current belief is basically that we should not tolerate acts of violence as part of our civil discourse and that violence is only an appropriate action when and if violence is done against you 
or the people writ large. Like, you're allowed to defend innocence, I think, mm-hmm. even if you are not the person who's being hurt. But people have to be hurt first. Yeah. And, and your resistance has to be effective. It's interesting, like, at what point is the hurting of people qualifying for intentional violence? Like, healthcare being revoked for millions of people, statistically, that will lead to deaths. Like, people will die because of it. But it's not like some. It's not like someone went to their house and executed them. Yeah, I think it actually has to be intentional, in, like violent assault to beget violence. Mm, interesting. That, I mean, that's that's my that's like a gut take. I feel like if I sat down with a bunch of philosophers and had this conversation, maybe I would come out with a different view. But that's where I start anyway. Okay, but while I'm very weakly on the side of maybe don't punch anyone unless they're punching first same as Rory I definitely want to emphasize that little dick is a piece of shit and oh, I don't yeah. I don't feel bad at all in fact if he'd had a few of his teeth knocked out that would have been fine with me you know that would have been better frankly but from a personal pleasure perspective Dickie's punching is yeah seeing a, a few, great joy <laughs> seeing a few of his teeth go flying and like him Rolling around right, on the ground. blood, that kind of thing would have been, been more satisfying, no, not less. Really good. Emotionally. It's a shame. And and further, I think it's hard to like I mildly morally disagree with the person who punched him, but like it's mild. Like I'd buy that guy a beer and be like, you know, maybe not, but it, have a beer. Like, is it any worse than a bar fight? I think it's better than a bar fight, really. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I think it it is worse because it's a sucker punch. That's true. <laughs> that's why. But that's why. Like, it, if it was a fair fight, like, hey, little dick, fight me. Like, if you if he had challenged Dicky to a fight on camera right now, right, no holds barred, and Dicky had accepted, I'll knock your fucking teeth out. Then the punching of that Nazi is a hundred percent morally acceptable to me. Just not. It shouldn't be legal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the old legality versus morality issue. All right, well. Well, it's been another episode of Reasonable Disagreement. Uh, Next week. I'm Rory. I'm Kevin. Next week, religion. Religion? (laughs) I'll cut out that first next week. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) I'm glad you'll still be Rory.